This NFL Futures edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at slash WinBet. That's slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. What's up, everybody? You're watching SGPN. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. No, we're gonna take a deep, 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 <laughs> deep look into the windshield today, right? No, yeah. no looking back, just forward. Uh, well, we're gonna look slightly backwards. We're gonna yeah. see. <laughs> I don't know what that that needs to be a its own sound jump. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Kramer over there. We're going to take a look at our futures, see where we stand with some of these uh, future bets we gave out. And then obviously we're a pick show. We give out fucking picks. We're going to give out some of our favorite futures that you can get now over at, of course, the great wind bet. Listen to those trumpets blare. That's right. Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win bet bet big win bigger. So many states, Virginia, Tennessee, New York, New Jersey, Michigan, Louisiana, Indiana, Colorado, Arizona. We got you covered. And of course the win bet win our marquee games of the week uh, have the best odds over on win bet. And again, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. Maybe use that on a NFL future. Who knows? It is your bet to win. Also, uh, building your own bets. Yes, sir. If you want to uh, check out the ones we gave out for Monday Night Football, of course, uh, check out that episode. And uh, yeah, the win, build your own bets. Very fun uh, to put together. And where's my where's my sound effect? Can I do it? There we go. Hammering away, finding value, chiseling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bets. Bet big, win bigger. And of course, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. We're placing winbet as available. If you're somebody who has a gaming problem, call 1 800 Shout out to the chat. Chat is alive and well. Patrick Fisher, LFG. Um, skull clap them cheeks, 420. Uh, what's Wee, up, my fellas? Nick Fortune, LFG. How much are these picks? They're of course, Lee. they're of course, Nick, completely F R E. Uh, cousin Mush checking in, hot off the uh, Cousin Mush parlay hitting at 13 to 1. And uh, Jeff Saturday, someone was asking about Jeff Saturday. I wish I could bet under two wins for the Colts for the rest of the season. Well, stay tuned because um, you can find places that have the adjusted win totals on these teams. Think about this: a decade ago, yeah, the concept of in-season win totals 
completely crazy. Forget. I, I remember one of the offshores did a like promotion mm. halfway through the year. I want to say. Now every week, every week, what are the the kids are going to learn? Nothing. They're going to appreciate nothing. Oh, I don't need to get my win totals in before the year. I'll just bet them after week one. We already got some uh, chirping in the in the chat, Ryan Kramer. How are you going to feel Christmas morning after that giant loss to my Vikes? Yeah, I guess being scared of Kirk Cousins hadn't crossed my radar yet. <laughs> I mean, well, look, look, the Vikings we'll have to look determine, good. Huh? We'll have to determine whether uh, you know Vikings in prime uh, if that game is considered prime time. And Vikings certainly was not a, a team I was not high on. The fact that they're uh, seven and one regression loading <laughs> to me is 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 uh, pretty shocking. But all right, let's let's start with the um, work. Start at the bottom. Work our way up. Starting with the AFC West, uh, taking a look at how we are doing so far. We both locked up the Chiefs over at ten and a half. That's looking pretty good. I mean, you know, still uh, this one's too tough to call right now. They are. Is six, it? I, I I like it still at six and two. I mean, uh, we here's have to what get, I'd say. I would I would say you if, have to go five and four the rest of the way. I, that feels pretty good. If we're making, if there's a, a single division that is. Like there were the perception was so much higher than what they actually are. When you break this division down, I was wrong about the Raiders. They're yeah. not even close to good. No, the Chargers are capable of losing any game, <laughs> and the Broncos are super Chargers. So I, I Broncos saw- are completely cooked. I mean, that obviously was the thing we had wrong the most uh, in this division was the Broncos, but completely nailed the Chiefs. For the Chargers, I have it. Uh, I had them 10 and seven, but I said, go to the under you have them 11 and six. I mean, I think both those are in the <laughs> realm of possibility for as bad as they've been there. They're winning games. They, they yeah. are getting some, some counting stats and you know, I, I considering the other two teams in their division, do I expect the chargers to be able to w- win some division games and rise the, yeah, I would hope so. But it, you know, divisional games are, are just that. Shout out to Holland Oates pointing out double doink that like button, guys. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Appreciate the chat pulling the chat. Uh, you know, like it, share it. Uh, as far as props, uh, some duds in here. Mike Williams most receiving touchdowns. That's not looking great. Not injuries. Can't project injuries. Patrick Mahomes MVP, though. I locked that in at plus 950 right now. That is like plus 200, plus 300 most places. He's neck and neck with. Uh, Josh, uh, Jalen Hurts, and of course our good buddy Josh Allen. So, Brian, what is your uh, or I don't know any of these any of these uh, props you want to hit on? I mean, again, big whiff on the Broncos being decent. Albert course, O, baby. Yeah, Albert. You have uh, <laughs> Albert O under fifty two and a half catches. <laughs> Look at. It. I mean, is this even going to be paid out? Did, did he play a snap? <laughs> he has played, so I think you're good. I, I would also throw out the Kelsey prop. The, yeah, the Kelsey, lo- you're the, looking good on the that. The logic one. of just saying, "Hey, he's done better than this without Hill." It's, there's certainly injury. You know, we don't want to be jinxing things yeah. ahead of time, but um, strong projection. And if, it, I mean, fuck Sean. If not for their fucking loss to the Colts. I would have hit that first loss of <laughs> Buffalo plus 3000. Oh yeah. Geez. So, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah, good. I mean, yeah, it, uh, I'd say we, we maybe in hindsight, we uh, get a little too excited about the idea that a division could be all good. 
No, well, there's I, always bad. I, I at strong. least was I was on the under on the Chargers and the Raiders, but yeah. I still ha- I was like just under. So yeah, we did probably say t- or we're too high. We we were sucked <laughs> into that AFC West type. Uh, what about your favorite prop bet, future bet moving mm. forward? I'll toss mine out first. I like Austin Eckler to have the most receptions at plus nine hundred. In the NFL, to be clear. Yeah, in the NFL. Um, he just gets obviously a ton of catches. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. You know, this Keenan Allen thing, oh, he's supposed to be back. Mike Williams, they could be out both of them mm-hmm. for a long time. We've seen um Is Keenan Allen playing football again? I, I mean small dog energy coming out of Keenan Allen. And you look at the catches. So now Tyreek Hill has nine games played, so he's first with 76 catches. However, if you look at the guys that have eight catches or eight games, 72 cup, 60 digs, Eckler's right there tied for 60. Now he's got to catch up with cup, but the cup dealing with his ankle injury and, and Stafford just falling off a cliff. I think this could get a little closer. So I think it's kind of a fun uh, future bet here. Give me Austin Eckler, most receptions at plus 900. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, one thing that where he does stand out is his catch percentage. He's yeah. running back, so won't need as many targets. And Jesus, I mean, so much is happening. All right, so we kind of discussed this earlier, but the, the the division seems like it might be a lot easier than we thought, and the Bills' division is a lot harder than we thought. Yeah, I believe all that needs to happen is the Chiefs or the Bills to lose an extra game on the Chiefs, which seems more likely than not right now. They're they're not commenting on Josh Allen's elbow. That's which danger. Is terrifying if I'm a Bills fan. The Chiefs to win the conference is plus three twenty five. You're not gonna get a better mm. price. They're only gonna look more and more like the obvious choice once they secure home field. Yeah, if you get that one seed, I and I've heard in- people say, "Hey, don't what, relax. This Jets they do this all the time. They lost to the Jags last year, maybe, but they've they've now lost twice to division foes, and I, they have to play them four more times. Uh, they haven't played the Patriots yet. I, I just think the Chiefs, the Chiefs haven't even figured out what they're gonna be, right? Like Kadarius Tony's gonna be doing funky stuff for them. They still haven't really figured out what their running game is going to look like, and it, it, it it's starting to look like they can even play physical games. I mean, they 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 got punched in the mouth last night and be, and beat the Titans. So I'll take them to win the conference right now. I'm not the Ravens. I guess would be the one team I'd be concerned about. I, I mean, I, Chiefs at plus three twenty five. To your point, feels like a good price, especially if the bills are not going to be the number one seed. So if, if the chiefs are the number one seed in the playoffs, that's really what the angle you, is. You're plus three twenty five. It's going to be looking pretty good. They'll be playing that game at home. Now, granted the bills have done well against the chiefs at home in the regular season. We'll see if they can do that in playoffs. All right. Moving over to the AFC South. Of course we were both high on the Texans. We had them over four and a half wins. I feel like not we, looking good right now with one win. Feel like we got you on the right side of that one. <laughs> They had they've had some moments where they look competent. That to me was just based on also like Davis Mills looking slightly better, which clearly isn't the case. Uh, both big unders on the Jags. That's looking pretty good. Um, Trevor Lawrence under twenty two and a half passing touchdowns. That's looking all right. And then you got uh, what else? I was over on the Titans. Had them winning the division. Kramer, you were out on them. Um, I mean, you were under on every team in the division <laughs> except the Texans, uh, which isn't which isn't a horrible can- handicap. I had under on the Colts. 
Although I, I think uh, I Colts under nine at plus one eighty. I mean that is that's an awesome bet. I fucked up. I, fu- I I mean once again I fucked up on the Tennessee Titans. Shout out to me for motivating your team once again. I don't know, Sean. I mean, I feel like I nailed the handicap on a lot of the shit going on. Like the Tannehill underpassing touchdown prop yeah. is almost certainly going to hit. Matt Ryan most interceptions. He's still leading the league, and he, <laughs> and he took a week off, Sean. Well, I gave out Matt Ryan under twenty five. Two and weeks half. off. I gave out uh, Matt Ryan under 25 and a half passing touchdowns. That looks uh, pretty good. He's at nine right now. Uh, Malik Willis, offensive rookie of the year, is a fun long shot, 50 to one. That's not going to hit. But Remember when we talked about Colts to miss the playoffs at plus 125? That Woo! was that was money. Woo! So not uh, not horrible, you know. And then you know actually we- kind of probably up, yeah. And we I, we got you. So any Houston Texan to go over nine hundred ninety nine rushing yards, yeah, at seven to one. Now, obviously, injuries can happen, but Damian Pierce, who good transition to who we like and what we like going forward. But Damian Pierce is still plus one eighty five to win the Rookie of the Year. Mm. I understand Kenneth Walker exists, but Lovey Smith is going to unfortunately for the Houston franchise, he's going to give the ball to this guy way too much this year. And you, he, he's looked really, really good. So I certainly think the narrative could easily become a Damian Pierce over Kenneth Walker, especially if just the pure stats are there. Now I, I will say, I didn't put it on the sheet, Sean, but as I was looking at offensive rookie of the year, I was shocked to see Garrett Wilson at 18 to one mm-hmm. as a guy who could mm-hmm. come on uh, and, and be a world beater uh, down the stretch here. But so, that, that's my play would be Damian Pierce plus one eighty five to win the offensive rookie of the year. Like it. Uh, I'm going to take he's what other guys carrying the team. Yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. We were on the Damian Pierce hype train, gave him out a lot in best ball. He's a, he's a legit dog uh, Jaguars under six and a half wins. You can still get that now. I, I mean, they have three wins. Be I careful. Ju- the first down uh, they lead the league in first downs regression loading. I, I just don't see it from this Jags teams. They they have not they've played nine games. Yeah, they would have to go four and four the rest of the way out. I just don't see it, man. They're 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 still a pretty flawed team. So you're not a little butthurt that they they took your lock, threw it down the toilet this past weekend. No, I just checking I, to make sure this isn't emotion. I mean, yes, I am annoyed by that, but again. Trevor Lawrence two and twenty straight up. If the defense scores more than eleven points, so or the opposing offense, I keep messing that up and I keep repeating it. Uh, I also like Colts under six wins. Oh yeah, I like. Can we pause play. and just quickly talk about Jeff Saturday? Yeah, Jeff Saturday has been named uh, the uh, the head coach of the Colts. Trevor saw Frank Wright got fired. He has never coached uh, college or professional football, and from what I found. <laughs> He is three and seven at the high school level. This and, is and I think you also he shared. literally went from TV to coaching an NFL team. There's there's hope for all of us, right? I think you also shared with me that he there's not a single coach on the staff that has ever called plays. Yes, no coach uh, on the staff has called plays. Jeff offensive Saturday, plays. former offensive lineman, basically like a TV guy. Yeah, I mean he's got I, he's eyes. good on TV. You can get lost in his eyes; they're very blue, but. Also seems like a undersized, you know, retired offensive lineman that that stopped eating to support his three hundred pound frame. And I like, <laughs> is he even a guy that can motivate a, a room full of men at this point with his fucking makeup and his his you know his uh, his cucumbers on his eyes? He's been in the media. This guy's soft. 
Is is a is a room full of men gonna respect this? I love the angle of taking the under here. I don't think you can if you're trying to tank, I mean, give it to a drug addict like Jim Ursay <laughs> to to show the world how to fuck up an organization the up on the up and up. You bring in a a, a here a guy who's like is he in the ring of honor for this fucking yeah. team? Did you see the clip of Peyton Manning yelling at him and uh, Peyton Manning getting into it? I I just don't see uh, unless the move is you're just gonna have like McAfee come by and Peyton Manning's gonna come by and it's just gonna become like a hang. Yeah, I don't. This is the strangest thing I've ever seen in the yeah. NFL. I I don't. This is stranger than Matt Patricia calling offensive plays. <laughs> I'm struggling to make sense of it. I'm certainly going to be entertained. It certainly makes uh, their games way more interesting. But I, I <laughs> even if you're trying to your tank, to your point, Ryan, what if Jeff Saturday comes in and lights a fire under these guys' asses? Like it could, in a weird way, maybe backfire. Um, you think you're, you're, that you're, being said, the team is really bad though, too. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You calling for an uh, like a Dan Campbell Miami Oklahoma drill situation? Well, they are they are playing the Raiders, who are also just completely dog shit. So, all right. But uh, I mean, Sam Ellinger. I, now, if, if he walks in and names Nick Foles the starter, mm. look the fuck out. And any anti cult stuff I have is immediately off the table. Moving over to the AFC North, Ryan. Of course, I was high on the Steelers. That looks like a big whiff. Um, on their over, you know, some, some interesting uh, division stuff, Cleveland Browns. We were both on the under, we picked it at nine and a half oh, cause we're sharps and, and that's looking, uh, that's looking pretty decent right now. Cause they're three and five. So they would have to go what seven. And um, I mean, some of these are just out of control. Yeah. They would have to go seven and two the rest of the way out. So that looks pretty good. Um, Bengals. We were both on the over nine and a half. That's in looking in decent shape. Bengals are five and four. Justin could, talked me into that. Probably could go either way. Uh, over on the Ravens, five and three. We're taping this before the Monday night game. That could go either way, but it I wouldn't feels like the fact that it's even close is unlucky with the way this team has played and not gotten the result. Uh, if the Ravens just tore off a bunch of wins, it wouldn't surprise me. So Yeah. Um fit, Prop stuff. Lamar Jackson rushing touchdowns. That's looking horrible. Uh, T. Higgins receiving yards over. That's looking pretty good for me. Uh, Bengals to make playoffs. I'm still optimistic about Ooh, that. What's one. this? Jamar Chase to go under 86 oh, yes. and a half nice receptions. Work, Ryan. Just nailing these. Oh, you can't project injury. You can't project things. Uh, okay. So I I created a, a I gave out like a really strange prop with. The the Pickens to have the most receiving yards as a rookie, which is not looking great, but Olave is not out to a huge lead. He's in like the low six hundreds, I believe. Garrett Wilson right behind him. Uh, I also gave out the Steelers to score the fewest points in the division at mm. plus three fifty. That's looking good. So honestly, I need I I think we need to hire an assistant to keep track of all this stuff next year, Sean. <laughs> I'd like someone to alert me of uh, like activity in my portfolio. As well, it's and happened. and we gave out Cleveland lowest scoring team, which I think was was that lowest scoring team in the NFL. Yeah, that was a lowest scoring team in the NFL. So it's probably not probably good. not going to happen because they got to play the Chargers. But Cleveland to finish in fourth place. Yeah, not dead. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. What well, do you like in this division? Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I'm still I'm still hating on the Browns. I mean, they're what three and five, 
And I think, yeah, three and five. I still like the under seven and a half wins. You can get that at plus 100. This team just figures out ways to lose. Four and five, the rest of the way out feels about right for this Browns team. Again, that just figures out ways to lose games. Deshaun Watson's not going to be good when he comes back. I think Deshaun Watson is going to struggle. And yeah, I, I, I like the under here. So yeah, give me the Browns under seven and a half wins, even uh, adjusted moving out the rest of the way. So you could take Kenny Pickett to lead the league in interceptions. I mean, the pace he's on is out of control. <laughs> if you pull up the any by any metric per game per percent interception percentage, he's just he's crushing people. His interception percentage is almost five percent, Sean. For reference. Like Davis Mills and uh, Matt Stafford and these guys are in like the high twos, low threes. So he is fifty percent north of these guys in that metric, and it's still plus three fifty, which I have to remind people sometimes. That's like a 10, 10 to one dog in the NFL. The other one is if you do the deep dive, and last game didn't really skew the stats all that much. Surprisingly, Joe Mixon is getting it is getting an amazing amount of work in the red zone. He's leading the league in red zone carries. And again, more than most guys, very spread out. I was commenting you before the game, like guys like Kenneth Walker, half his red zone targets. Are you are you worried though, Ryan? I mean, again, it's twenty five to one. No, no, no. But yeah, I understand. Like we were buying kind of the worst of this price because we could have gotten it way better, but we would have had the same thought because he would have been near the top of the league in red zone attempts, and he just wasn't scoring. And this was kind of like regression happening all at once. This is still a team that we expect the offense to be good, which is what we need, right? We need to be in the red zone for the running back to get the touchdowns and consider the pricing. Like no one, I mean, it's, it's uh, I'll, I'll pull it up because it's no one's even close. Derek Henry plus two twenty five, Nick Chubb plus two fifty, Barkley four twenty five, Jacobs nine to one, Pierce eleven to one, Sanders fourteen to one, Cook fifteen to one, McCaffrey, Jones twenty five to one. It's like, okay, this is a or I'm sorry, we're, we're touchdowns here. Uh, Mixon was, uh, oh, I wrote down the wrong price. Sixteen to one, not twenty-five okay. to one. But still, he's behind. He's ninth on the list, and he's first in in touches in the red zone. So, I don't know. It seemed to make sense uh, in terms of a long shot. But the picket one is the one. I like. How do you not play that? Is he losing the job again? Mm, no. Yeah. No. They're gonna if let they're him bad, run it out. They'll just yeah. figure it out. So plus three fifty feels feels like stealing. Moving over to the AFC East, locked up the Dolphins under. That is not looking great right now. Still time for uh, Tua and the Dolphins. To all your an, all your anti Tua stuff was yeah two under passing. <laughs> not great at all. Um, all right. As far as though, let's see. Bills we were both on the over eleven and a half. That's still looking yeah, pretty good, six and two. But obviously, the um, the Josh Allen injury stuff could kind of throw that off. Um, what else Did, we got? Pats under uh, under eight. Uh, they're kind of hanging around right at that number. We were we did both like the Jets under, and that obviously that's off. This Jets team is just um, crazy, uh, and we both had Brees Hall under eight hundred and a half rushing yards, Woo, which we are <laughs> fucking good, baby. Again, when in doubt in the NFL, just take the unders because um I mean honestly I as we see dudes just get injured it's it's sad I even nailed the ch- the uh, yeah I mean Mac Jones under Brees Hall under all looking good also Sean I got the gave out a, an Allen Allen most pass yards digs most receiving yards 190 to 1 they're both in the top 5 really okay so we're we're not we're not cooked there 
uh, yet either. Uh, also have Bills longest winning streak under five and a half. I have a uh, a fun one. Bills feel pretty good in this one. So win far. all their home games, and Allen has most passing yards, fifty to one. Now they are six and two right now, Ryan, but they have not lost a home okay, game. Okay. And if you click over on passing yards, see this is annoying because some of these guys have played more games. Yeah, you but he's, that. you know, he's right there. Mahomes is the leader right now, and he's had eight games. But Allen's only two hundred behind him, and yeah. then there are two guys ahead of him that have nine games. But they, you know, Brady and Burrow, I think he's going to be able to surpass. Right now, he's fourth. So this fifteen oh, yeah, to one yeah. is alive. And yeah. Well. So I so I need Allen to to lead the league in passing. So you said fourth right now, yeah. even though he's played less games, and and, and then you look at Diggs. Diggs is fourth in yards. I'm sorry, third in yards behind only Justin Jefferson and Tyree Kill. Sean, uh, we'll have to circle back and see what kind of wager, what kind of stakes that is. Please let uh, at least one zero, please. Let's fucking at least go. one zero. All right, uh, what do we like from the AFCs going forward? We were talking about on the recap show. I'm going to take a small sprinkle on this Jets team to win the division. Win bet uh, ahead of. Like has some juicier division dogs than other places. Again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash win bet. But give me the heavy New York. Head, uh, give me the New York Jets at thirty to one right now to win the AFC East. I, I get it. It doesn't make sense. You, you keep thinking they're going to collapse, but again, they they they're looking really good. They've won all of their road games. They're four and zero on the road. They're two and three at home. The defense is legit, and I think they might be able to carry them to an interesting place. Like, you know, advanced metrics would say, hey, they they shouldn't have a shot, but thirty to one is to me is crazy considering they're six and three and a half game back from the Bills, who they beat. I certainly think there's uh, some interesting flowchart activities going on with the way the Patriots own the Jets, and now the Jets are beat, the Dolphins and Jets are beating the Bills. I don't hate it. I mean, I was looking at some of the long shots, and it's kind of like, eh, feels like this this league more than most years is is crazy. All right, my pick. Yep. What do you got? You laughed at me when I said Tyree Kill MVP eighty to one. Yeah. But if Tyree Kill sets all the receiving records, he definitely wins Offensive Player of the Year. An offensive player, he's currently priced at four to one. So, I I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they wouldn't actually give him the MVP. Offensive if he set player all the of the year. I think he has a good shot. Yeah, but if he sets the receiving record and the receptions record in the same season, no, as think, a tiny person, I think offensive player of the year, he's in the mix for sure. Four to one again. Eighty to one is his MVP price. I think he'll catch a little steam if if he's really setting records, Sean. Yeah, the problem. Calvin is, Johnson was like two of him. And how many MVPs did he win? I don't think he won any. I'm, I, no, I, I hear your I, argument. I mean, like yeah. they just don't give it to non-quarterbacks. But I like but, offensive player of the year because they definitely. But a height privileged <laughs> or a height limited receiver. Height challenge is what you're looking for. All right, for, uh, four right. to one is the offensive player of the year. I like it. I I don't hate that at all. Again, I thought Waddle would be the guy. I thought Tyree. I thought Tua would struggle with his deep ball, and I'm not completely off on that. Doesn't matter. Tyree kills open <laughs> every play. Well, I mean, like that. Uh, that third and eleven, where Jalen Waddle is wide open and he throws it, Jalen Waddle has to like come back and stop incomplete. That's that's like one of the plays that cost them the cover against the Bears. So, 
it's not completely without merit. Obviously, I'm taking the L on what we've seen out of Tua so far. Oh, they've both been pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's been very good. He's been very good. No, 100. percent Because they have very fast receivers. <laughs> now, and and again, the barista down in uh, Florida, the Miami barista himself, Mike McDaniel. I I was skeptical, but the dudes are wide open good on coach. his on his play calling. So shout out to him. And uh, it doesn't make sense, but good coach. Miami Rob has got to be stoked. Oh, hey, yeah. shout out to Rob. Good dude. Um, get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is here. And it's the preferred stocking stuffer for the DGen in your life. Uh, we just got some uh, Christmas sweatshirts that look pretty cool. We even got Christmas ornaments. Bunch of fun stuff in there. Uh, Dired Eagles stuff looks pretty sweet. I like. Uh, I'm rocking the camo hat. That thing's pretty badass. We really have a, a shit ton of shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. The the shirts are honestly one of the more comfortable t-shirts I've had in my life. Super, super <laughs> comfortable. Uh, you got the campus collection, the NFL collection, a ton of stuff to get down on. And if you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. From now until Thanksgiving, you get 10% off. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas sucks. What's the coolest thing about running your own business? <laughs> Getting to set the promo codes, right? Getting to set the promo codes. All right, moving over to the NFC West. I'll say this. Um, we were right to kind of be down on this division. I struggled to find a division winner. I eventually gave it to the Cardinals, but. I stretched. If you remember, yeah. I, I was high. You were end up somehow higher than the Cardinals, but uh, Cardinals for me, best team nine and eight, you 10 Kinda and like seven a default almost. And I didn't have anyone else over 500 and remember how you, you remember the flames yeah. where really the Rams are going to go seven and 10. Come at me. I, I They're three and five bitch. I locked up uh, the Rams under as did you Ryan uh, under 10 and a half. We both locked so that up. easy. I had him eight and nine. You had them seven and ten. Sean, under four division wins for the Rams. Are you kidding me? They have to play the Niners. Under nine and a half is at plus one sixty five. I gave that out. That's looking pretty good. Uh, Matt Stafford most interceptions alive and well at plus fourteen hundred. Hold on, Trey Lance under, under twenty one and a half passing touchdowns uh, and under passing yards. Ryan, I'll, we'll have to check with the uh, with the guy. We see if we can cash these ones early. I mean, well, you give me a give me a loan out on this or something. Yeah. Anything else? I I was off on the Seahawks. The the offense. Is oh good. yeah, and I I was very off on the Seahawks. I mean, I, I wouldn't I, say very off. I took off. the over on the Seahawks at five and a half. I had them seven and ten. Pete Carroll, Ryan, coach Dog. of the year, fifty to one. That's got to be. I, I I forgot to look up. Do you have a chance? I'm gonna look up the coach of the year. I, I mean, he's he's certainly come down. If if he hasn't, then you're fucked. What do you mean? Like if this hasn't affected his price in a positive way. Okay, let's see. Can you? Uh, yeah, if you do a shout out to the. Uh, I mean, there's some the, the 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 if you Google anything tracker. Yeah. There's some good sites out there. All right, so we got um, Sirianni minus minus one twenty. Oh, I got it right here. I got latest odds right here. Um, yeah, I I. Uh, don't see Pete Carroll. Why am I not seeing Pete Carroll? There he is, eight to one. All right, so it's Sirianni one thirty-five oh minus one thirty-five. Kevin O'Connell six fifty. 
Pete Carroll, Brian Dable, eight to one. Robert Sala, nine to one. Mike McDaniel, twelve to one. The peak, uh, the coach, it's kind of, of the, a six-horse race at this. Coach point. of the year, I think, is one of the more interesting future markets left because, again, there's so many bad teams that are overperforming. You can make a really yeah. good case for a lot of these coach of the years, like, they, like, like if Seattle ends up winning the division. Maybe the second seed. How do you not give it to Pete Carroll? But then, if the Giants get into the playoffs, and and they've obviously had exceeded expectations. To me, the coach McDaniel, the Dolphins, like the coach that stands out is not belonging is Kevin O'Connell, because I don't feel like like maybe he should be getting some credit. But if the Vikings go thirteen and three, he might be in the mix. And it's all about like what did you do last year versus this year? It's gonna be crazy. It's. It's one of the uh, one of the. Uh, I see. Even Sirianni being a heavy favorite doesn't really make sense. I mean, I guess as no, long as they're undefeated, I'm, su- I'm surprised because they were a playoff team last year. It you're does, running it back and you're adding. Some, I think he's doing a great job coaching. I'm surprised he's that big of a favorite to win Coach of the Year. Ryan, I also have to mention I gave out Seattle over six and a half at plus one fifty. Um, that's feeling pretty good because they have six wins right now. So. Uh, I also have well done. I have Niners not to make the playoffs, which mm. that, that's still a toss up either way. Yeah, it feels that, like they probably will make the playoffs, but they're four and four. I mean, good transition because I think we're both like it. But Seattle to win the division, you can still get three to one at win bet. It, it's frankly, it's just not the right price. Yeah, a lot of other places are hanging like a plus one fifty. So you look even at, just from that end, it makes sense to get down on that. I mean, the outsiders are giving them a sixty percent chance to win the division, I believe, which that would imply minus one fifty. It, it just seems like the wrong team is favored to win this division. Yeah. All right, moving over to the uh, what do we got here? NFC South. NFC South. What do we got? Uh, I mean, you want to talk about the Falcons? <laughs> sure. You had them going six and 11. how many people w- were touting <laughs> you Mariota? had them going six and 11, but you also gave out them to win the division and Arthur Smith, the coach of the year. He also probably deserves uh, uh, to be in the mix. What's, to some what's his, what's his number? Either? 75 to one. So it's gotten it's worse. Falling so off, that's, yeah. not, that's not a good thing. Uh, DJ, I, I, you know, all in all, I did not really do well uh, so far in this division. Evans over touchdowns. Winston under interceptions. That's solid as long as he uh, sits on the bench. Uh, honestly, like the amount of props that were on the right. Uh, Matt Rule, first coach fired. Sean, did, did I gave that out four yeah, to one? That's a nice. Uh, that's hit. a that's a twelve point dog on a Sunday. All right, that was the easiest fucking bet on the board. Yeah, I had the Saints going over as my lock. Uh, that's not looking great. I thought the Bucks were going to be competent. Bucks under baby, but coaching. I we yeah, I thought they were going to be competent. I still gave out the under. You also gave out the under. That was your lock. Um, yeah, <sighs> under Mike Evans most receiving touchdowns. That's not looking great because I think he's got. Um, that seems broken, man. Yeah, they're just and, and yeah, I mean, just staying with the Bucks. I I I'll take them now to go under eight and a half wins. It's I mean, a four and five team. They they have to win five game five and three. They have to go. They looked really broken. Uh, I'll be honest. So, and and you want to you know, not that we need to go through the schedule, but if you were to look at the schedule, Sean. Yeah. This Bucks team, they still have to play the Seahawks, Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, and Falcons. That's where are the where are they getting five wins there? No idea. Play the lock sound effect. 
And for me, uh, AFC, NFC South, give me Chris Olave, rookie of the year at plus 900. I think receivers are exciting. We saw Jamar Chase kind of go on a run there the last few games, winning people price. some fantasy leagues. Uh, and maybe, you know, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce kind of get lost in the wash, and Olave ends up being the guy at plus 900. You, you can play Pierce. Olave, like if you want to fade Pierce or fade Walker, you can play the other guy plus Olave and like Garrett Wilson. Yeah, you can even sprinkle Kenny Pickett if you think he's going to surge back. Because for a quarterback, for him being forty to one, that's pretty wild. I, I, I and unofficially, but officially, I do like the fact that the Falcons are still plus one seventy five to make the playoffs. Come on, yeah, are you watching football? Jesus. Are you watching? Football. Moving over to the NFC North, Ryan. I was high on the Bears going over six and a half, and <laughs> they, they might do yeah. it. They're three and six, and certainly you've seen. Some I got them going three about, and fourteen. Yeah, so uh, they could win. They could also lose their next eight games. A lot of variance left with that team. We both love the Lions under um, six wins. Uh, and Andy Dalton just threw a bad interception. Oh yeah, also watching that a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Jared Goff under twenty three and a half passing touchdowns. That should be. Uh, let's see what he's at. That's probably right there in the mix. Um, obviously, I I thought Green Bay was going to be fine with no. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Honestly, in hindsight, I was very Goff high has on fourteen. Green Bay. So maybe he does end up getting there. He he's he's had some like games where he throws a bunch in like garbage, uh, and then kind of cooked otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought Green Bay would run away with the division. Uh, although I did lock up the Bears over six and a half, which I still feel decent about because they do seem like a team that could close strong. What's the Justin Fields? Uh, pa- how many passing yards did Justin? Fe- I have under thirty four fifty. I feel like he's probably on pace for that, right? Uh, he's got to be close because he's playing better, but it's not necessarily. He's thrown for thirteen hundred and twenty-two. Yeah, At, that's one hundred and forty-six yards per game. I'm I'm good still. Yeah, you're looking pretty uh pretty uh, Gucci there, as the kids say. Ooh, AJ Dillon, uh, not looking good. I mean, all my Packers stuff looks cooked. I said that I bet the d- Lions would win exactly six games. I don't think they're gonna get six. Th- yeah, now that <laughs> seems crazy. So we were right about fading the Lions hype. Bears, you know, eight and nine. I had them. You three and fourteen. Vikings. I didn't see this coming at all. So I have the Vikings to to go over four hundred and twenty and a half points, which we're we're on a good pace. So Cousins most passing yards is that in the mix? No, that was not my, really. He's only got yeah. two thousand. He's he's got a decent. I mean. He's not out of it, but and they are in a dome. Like, we'll, we'll, like that's that's my angle for the bet I like going forward. Hedge out against the Tyree Kill. If Tyree Kill doesn't get it, it, we were discussing this before the show. Justin Jefferson, it almost feels like he hasn't done a lot this year, and he there he sits in in second place. The only the only person, I mean, he's within two hundred fifty yards of Tyree Kill. They play in a dome, Sean. So they yeah. are going to have a couple extra nice, nice uh, climate-controlled games. So I'll, I'll take him to have most receiving yards at six to one. That's not bad at all. I, no one else really. Just from the way they're you, like. Also, if you look at the target stuff, like Jefferson is getting the volume. 
just like Cup is to like legitimately have a chance to get there. Uh, so yeah, let's let's go Jefferson. Most receiving yards, six to one. What do you like? Since I'm a glutton for punishment, I'm gonna take Bears to make the playoffs at sixteen to one. Ryan, this is just a this is just a fun long shot. They got the Lions twice. Um, they have the Vikings at home. They have the Falcons. Murders row. Um, if they can go five and three. Right, so the playoff picture in the NFC, you have Eagles, Cowboys, Giants. Seahawks, Vikings all have more than six wins. You would, you'll have a South division winner. I, you're basically saying that they can beat out the Niners. Yeah. I mean, they're only one win back from the Niners and, and the Falcons and one of the teams in the East trips. Yeah. It's not a horrible bet. I don't hate it. No. And again, is it, as much as I hate Bears 16 to ones. Ooh. And I'm I am pretty worried about their defense, but sixteen to one, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I do think they're going to struggle um, against teams that can score the points. <laughs> yeah, they they could be in trouble. All right, closing it out, Ryan, with the NFC beast. Well, my annual tradition of taking the Eagles over and under on all Smart. the other teams uh, is not looking great. I had the uh, Giants under seven. Mm. They're sitting at uh what not are they dead yet. Six wins. Yeah, not not dead yet. Also had the under on the commanders, under eight. Uh, they could they could definitely mess that up. They're what, five and four? I had the Eagles over nine and a half. I mean, you could almost catch that now. Notice you don't have the Eagles to go undefeated. Real pussy move. Uh Eagles number one seed I gave out of plus fourteen hundred, Ryan. That is now they're <laughs> trying to get you what is it like my it's a minus odd now. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, I gave out the Eagles Giants exacto box at nine to Ooh. one, so that's still alive. That's fun. Way more alive than anyone thought it was going to be. Uh, my Dallas Cowboys fourth place. That's not looking good. What do you mean? They're only a couple games out of last. <laughs> I mean, really, they are because because of how well the Commanders have. Yeah. That the Commanders end up beating seven them. to one for that bet. We're yeah, that's that's not uh, totally cooked. Uh, yeah, Giants the winning record and all that good stuff. That looks really. I mean, Saquon Barkley, Offensive Player of the Year, sixty to one. He's He's now down to one of the uh, chalky favorites. Uh, you 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 faded uh, Dan Dan Jones. Un- unfortunately, you're right. He's playing well, but you're still right. <laughs> I, I had under uh, Dan Jones twenty one and a half passing touchdowns. I also had Blake Martinez most tackles, which literally he got cut the day after. Uh, I think you were also on that run. I was, but uh, Dan Dan Jones under twenty one and a half passing touchdowns. I think he has six right now. Mm. Unlikely. Carson Wentz under twenty three and a half passing touchdowns. I mean, you can print that right now. <laughs> Dallas Goddard over seven hundred and a half receiving yards. <laughs> he's got like five twenty right now. Is he? He's he's locked. Uh, I wouldn't say nothing's a lock in the National Football League, Ryan. Got a knock on the wood, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So what else? Prop wise, yeah, looking uh, looking pretty good overall with the slate. Uh, what do you got, Kramer? For you, you your... go back to the coach of the year, well, okay. because if Brian Dable takes this talent depleted team and everyone will start using the number, forty percent of the salary of this team is not going towards players on this team. He's in New York, you know it's a narrative league. Everyone loves the guy. There's zero percent chance that if the Giants make the playoffs. With this roster, with no receivers, with Dan Jones, he wins the award. That's just how it works. I, I think 
I think the only guy that could take it away is a Nick Sirianni undefeated or a, I guess I don't even know the other angle. Like I'm not really no, sure. I, mean, I, I think, I think Pete Carroll, if, if the, if the uh, Gino, Gino gets something then I yeah. think, I think like the, the dark horse way to play that team is still Gino win, to win the fucking MVP. I mean, to win the division at win bad at three to one to me is just crazy. I, I just, they look like a good team. I just don't think like, I don't think Pete Carroll is universally loved the way that Brian Dable is right now. Well, and too many, the- t- too many years to rub people the wrong way with his deep thinking. He's running out five-star generals from <laughs> Seahawks practice asking about why tower oh. six didn't fall. That's yeah, a that, great story. That might rub people the wrong way. Uh, for me, the guy he, was a Seahawks fan. Yeah, too. no, he, it was his dream to get a tour of the stadium, meet, meet Pete Carroll. If you yeah, missed Pete. the story, Pete Carroll, the five-star general was a huge Seahawks fan. They're like, yeah, you want to tour the stadium? Got behind the scenes tour. And then I guess he started berating him about nine 11 and he just wanted to know job. like, yeah, like just tell me the truth, bro. Like yeah. I showed you inside my building. Now tell me about inside yours. <laughs> um, and, he, and I guess he pissed the general off. I don't know. It's a funny story uh, for me. Eagles adjusted win total of 14 and a half. I'm still taking the over here. Uh, two losses. Okay. Like where's the third loss on this slate to the giants? What's the other one? What they play? They have some Dallas. division games yet left. They'll, they'll uh, Jalen hurts. will lose a game. I mean, as, as well as he's playing. Okay. He, so here's, I mean, they've been, they're a 10 point home favorite against the commanders. Then they're at the Colts really 10 points huh? at the Colts with Jeff Saturday and Sam. Oh, oh, that's the game. <laughs> Packers at home. Which sideline is Nick Sirianni gonna be, or is uh, Frank Reich gonna be on for that one? Packers at home Sunday night. Has uh, Frank Reich joined the Eagles staff yet? Well, there there's talk about them. Like, <laughs> I mean, just hire him on. Do you want game. his stink on the sideline? I don't know, man. He's he's clearly <laughs> not the coaching genius we had or we thought. Titans at home. That's, I'm actually that's a tough. Game. I'm. The fact that it's at home makes me feel good. If it was in look, Tennessee, look, I would, the weakness uh, of the Eagles is is defending the run. So just what teams can run the ball in that schedule? No, and and Titans certainly are, but they are at home and they they show up physically at home. Um, then they have at the Giants, at the Bears. I'm just saying, I think the way they lose games is they they run into teams that can run the ball. So yeah, I mean, at Giants, at Bears, at Cowboys, three road games. That's a tough stretch. Then you have Saints at home, Giants at home. Um, even if you rest your starters that last game, I struggle to see how they're going to win, lose three games. So, well, winning three straight on the road would be phenomenal, right? So I, that's what I'm saying. That three road game stretch is really tough. Um, but again, like I think, you know, they're going to be massive favorites for every game uh, moving forward until, you know, until they start playing like shit or uh, you know, keep chugging along here. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, Hey, that'll do it. College football, football picks uh, tomorrow. What else do we got? Uh, Thursday night props. A little bit of everything. At sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll probably talk soccer. I think there's a big tournament. That is a disgusting. Act. We'll see about that. But no, we got we got World Cup coming. What are they doing? Doing it during the football season? It's <laughs> fucking stupid. They are maniacs. Maybe don't pick a desert. World Cup. Like I'll support America in any sort of a adventure, but. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, World Cup should be. Maybe we'll get into it. Certainly, we will have plenty of content and podcasts this is our best on the Sports ever. Gambling Podcast Network covering the World Cup. It's our best team. But ever. really, you know, it's all about football. 
Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. He's Ryan. See you tomorrow, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.